Skyrocket Your Life is a podcast filled with pragmatic tools and practices to maximize and improve all areas of your life. From relationships to business to self-growth and happy living, your hosts, Becky Vaness and John Wheeler, will give you insight to uncover your limitations, clear your roadblocks, and skyrocket you into a life full of possibilities. What is your biggest limitation? Ready to let it go? Don't explore alone. Join us every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Hello and welcome back. We're so grateful you're choosing to listen to Skyrocket Your Life podcast, which is a podcast filled with pragmatic tools and practices to maximize and improve all areas of your life with your host, Becky Vaness and John Wheeler. And Yay. if you'd like to know more about us, if you don't already, you can check out our first episode where we talk all about kind of our inspiration for the podcast and what it means to skyrocket your life. Yeah, we're not going to talk about ourselves, even though we like to. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen to it. Yeah. Which leads us into our topic and not talking about us, which is what have you decided you are not that you actually are? Oh, boy, I love this. Yeah. We do this one a little different. So usually we give you a bunch of tools and we're like, yeah, do this, blah, blah. And so this time we actually have questions for you um, to look at. So the first one is, how many definitions do you have of you that limit you? And uh, so a definition, mm-hmm. right? So when we look at definition, definition alone is limitation, right? So if you're defining something, you're giving it a meaning. You're giving it something specific that's measurable. Like we define a word, the word now has meaning, and the word means that, right? Well, yeah, even a great example is if you've decided um, something is bad or you don't like something, let's say broccoli is bad. Well, then you're never able to like broccoli. You're never able to like anything with broccoli in it um, because you've already decided that it's bad, right? Like you don't like it. And so that was just, um, and actually I hated green beans when I was young and I'm not sure why I hated them. I just hated green beans. And then now as I'm older, I actually like green beans. So um, luckily, like that decision didn't stay locked in. But I mean, for some people, it does. Yeah. And so I can think of like some definitions even for myself and looking at this question. So it's like, how many definitions do you have of you that limit you? Like for me, for the longest time, I really looked at, because I went to school to be an educator, right? So to be an educator, you have to have a license. (laughs) As a high school science teacher, everybody, John, was a high school science teacher. I was a science teacher for a whole one year (laughs) um, before I chose to do something different. But I, and that's funny, because I had decided, I had the definition of what a teacher was, how a teacher acted, you know, what did a teacher look like, like all of those things that you hear. And it was so funny to look at because I did get to the point where it's like, you know, my family wanted me to go to school and I did. They didn't care what I went to school for, but it was like, I went for six years and I got a degree and now I'm a teacher and I hate it. Oh my God, I wasted six years of my life. So it's like, I could have stuck with that. I could have defined myself as a teacher and that I was nothing more than a teacher. And this is the only way that teaching looks. Um, Or I can do what I did, which was ask questions and look at, you know, what else would I like to do? And now I went back to school and I just got licensed as a therapist. So it's like, you know, if I, 
if I had kept the definition of teacher, I couldn't see how counseling is also teaching in a way. Being a facilitator mm-hmm. is teaching in a way. It, and it's like, if you didn't have the definition of it, then what could you actually do? So how many definitions do you have of you that limit you? How many things have you defined yourself as or decided that, you know, um, I'm gonna pick on Becky, but for Becky, you know, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur, she's a business owner. Any one of those that she made them really specific and really important, like if she made mom her only priority, could she have any of the other jobs? Oof. She's like, that's a great question. <laughs> how many of us is that what we're doing? Interesting. Say more. Well, it's like, so if you have the definition of you, if you have a definition of you, you can't actually be anything outside of that definition. So your example of like broccoli, for example, if you don't like broccoli, you can't have broccoli soup. You can't have, uh, you know, broccoli in your steamed vegetables. Or like in your Chinese or in your, oh, that's right. such because a good. you don't like broccoli. So you eliminate all the other places where you have broccoli. So if you're a mother, you have to eliminate anywhere and anything you're doing that takes you away from being a mother. Mm. Which is that second piece of, of what's limiting you, what definition is actually limiting you. And it's a choice. Like, you don't, it doesn't have to happen. Um, but for, you know, that's the first question. And then I'll stop rambling on this one and I'll let Becky look at this. Well, it, well, well, I love this topic. You know that. And <laughs> that first one is so good. Um, it's hard to move on to the next one. But the next one, um, number two, is how much do you give up you for others? Yikes. How much do you give up a you for others? Oh boy, that's a tough topic. <laughs> well, and, and especially because you brought up being a mom. Yeah. I'm not sure how many um, moms are on here or how many dads, right? Like how many grandmas, how many, we're all something connected to somebody or we wouldn't have been born. <laughs> like we were born in to this family unit. I just and, up. Um, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Well, in how many cultures, like so many cultural um, beliefs are, you know, like um, really big on you have to take care of your family. Like that's a big, um, like that's a huge deal. You take, you take care of the elders and you financially take care of the elders. There's many different things um, with that, but how much do you give up you um, for others? Uh, Wow. One of the things that you said was culture. and it's like you even have cultures where you're not allowed to, you know, be bigger than your family. Like you can't, what? Earn, you can't earn more money than your family. You can't have more money than your parents. You can't be more successful than your parents. And one of the, the examples that we hear all the time is an example from Australia. And I finally heard an example of it from like Midwest culture in, in the U.S. But in Australia, they talk about tall poppy syndrome which is you can't grow any taller. Like in Australia, if a poppy grows taller than the rest, it's the first one to get cut down. So then people have that same similar thing. It's like if you're the person that stands out or that is the greatest or you're you're getting ahead of everyone else, then you have to chop off your legs in order to get back with everyone else. And 
the United States version of that I heard was, you can't go above your raising. I've like, never heard that one. I hadn't What's either. that? So you can't go above your raising. And that, that's the idea. Like, you can't make more money than your family. You can't outgrow your family. You can't be bigger or greater than anyone in your family. And I was like, wow. So how much do you actually give up you for others? How, and relationship, wonderful topic. But it's like, you know, how much do you have to change who you are when you get into, excuse me, wow, <clears throat> as I change on the call, on the podcast. How much do you have to give up you in a relationship? You know, it, it's always fun to watch as a therapist the amount of people that get into relationship. And it's wonderful the first, you know, two weeks they're in relationship. And then by the third week, they want to strangle their partner. And then you look at it and you're like, well, you know, who who are you trying to be? Are you still being you? And it's almost like you change who you are to get in relationship. And then the moment you're in relationship, all of the cobwebs come off, you actually show up. And then it's like, we don't actually work. And that's not every relationship, just some of them. Well, and how, like, how many relationships are, um, do you have right now? Right? Like, do you consider relationships? Well, you know, like I have a business partner, that's a relationship. I have a best friend, that's a relationship, you know, some form of relationship. Then you have your um, spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or, you know, like then your family, you know? So, I mean, do we ever look at how many actually relationships um, that we have going in our lives and what do you give up for any of those? Right? Like, are you, are you giving up you for any of those? Hmm. And, you know, I do love to say this. We ask a lot of questions on this. Uh, and w what we're doing is we're just trying to ask questions to, um, for you to get an awareness, not really for um, an answer. It's not like, oh, gosh, yeah, I am a jerk or, yeah, I do give up this. It's more of like, wow, do I? Do I do that? Do I have that in my life? Hmm. It's very really interesting. Because then if you see that you do it, then that's when you can look at it and be like, oh, I do. Cool. And then you get a choice. You can, you know, keep doing it if it works. Don't do it if it doesn't work. Or maybe it's just seeing it. And it, mm -hmm. it's funny with these two, because I was like, how do these two actually tie into the topic? And Because it, it's the definitions you have of you that limit you. And then how much are you giving up you for others? And then this idea of what have you decided you are not? Like how many, how much of what you've decided you aren't is based off of the definitions you have of yourself and the definitions that people have of you? Well, I love that you just said that. So I'm going to go further on that because when I, yeah, when I look at, um, this has come up a lot. I do a lot of business coaching, um, other types of just like John's a counselor. You know, we talk to several people, we do creative business sessions so I, um, for one, like for the example that we just talked about um, in the earlier podcast, um, the week before, was uh, we were coaching a lady that wanted to do, um, write a book, publish a book. Uh, she decided she wasn't a, a good writer, right? So when you decide something, it's a definition and a limitation. Are you able to ever be good at what you've decided you're not? Hmm. <laughs> I mean... That's a great question, right? Mm -hmm. So with the last week, it's been coming up a lot. Like so many people have decided they're not something. And I'm like, is that really true? 
is that like, where did you buy that from? Uh, and I want to give you, can I give you a great example? Um, something super exciting that just happened with my daughter. Um, like she's decided she's um, not good in English. Um, she was, she's graduating this year. Um, she was ready to fail her English because uh, that last was this big term paper. She was having issues with it. She needed to pass the term paper and she also needed to um, the state testing she had that she needed to, you know, pass. Well, long story short, she's um, decided she's a horrible test taker. She's decided she's horrible at writing. When she was young with the standardized testing, um, she freaked out one time on a test. And ever since then, she's been told she's a bad test taker or she thinks so. Hence, she just um, got a report back. She got a hundred percent on her written report, which she did great on. And in the same day, she found out on her standardized testing um, that she said she even stayed. They let her stay like a half hour later. And I was like, well, good for you to be willing to stay late. You know, all the kids start getting up and you're embarrassed as you're taking so long. So you usually get up too, even if you're not done. Well, she's like, no, I stayed. She stayed in like an extra 20, 30 minutes. Um, she ended up getting like an 85 out of 100 on her standardized testing for her English. In this girl thinks she's dumb, that she's bad at it. And, and so my text back said, well, look at all the things you decided that you weren't and none of it's true. <laughs> so for this poor little girl, that school took the route of standardized testing is the thing and you have to, you know, do well to um, even graduate, had to move beyond that the idea when she was told she wasn't good at testing, she wasn't ever going to be good at testing, you know, and this started in the fourth grade for her and we've worked on it. You know, we've done some tools that's really started to help her. And, um, you know, what you decide, uh, you limit you. When it's so cool, because that really leads into this third part. And it's so fun when we do these and I'm like, I don't totally get how these work, but I know they work. Yeah. And so the last question we have for all of you is what would happen if you chose for you if you didn't go by the definitions you didn't go by you know giving you up for other people you didn't decide that you're not something if you actually chose for you what would happen and that example is perfect because that's really what she did like you didn't go to the school when she's taking her test and like scream in her ear and be like no you can do this no you can do this you were like right. what if you actually could do it and then she did so it's like what <laughs> What if she did? Yeah. Like what if our doubt is what creates the the doubt in the decision creates the being bad at it? I love that. The doubt in the decision is the being bad at it. And so mm -hmm. it, and, and that's the cool part is like, you know, even with all of that, what if it's just choice? Like what if you can actually just choose for you? And what have you decided well, would really happen if you did? That's going to be so bad. Are we ever taught to choose for us? Are we ever? From an early age on, we're told not to be selfish. Share. Give whatever you got to others, right? So, like, are we ever? So, what is choosing for you? <laughs> that's a wonderful question. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us, John? Yes, I have all the answers. Let me tell you. Yay. Okay. <laughs> what is choosing? And so 
you know, to truly choose, right? So to actually choose for you, you yes. have to be willing to lose the definitions of you. And you have to be mm. willing to lose everything around you. Mm. And to realize that just because you have to be willing to lose all of that doesn't actually mean you have to lose it. But if you look at where you won't lose things, you'll never choose beyond them. Because once you've decided that you can't go beyond it, it now controls everything and every choice you make. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, so what would actually happen if you chose for you? And, and the, Becky and I wear lots of different hats and I, we don't usually talk about access consciousness on the podcast, but for this one, there is in the access bars class, which is the first class in access consciousness. Um, one of the things that they say is like, what would happen if you actually chose for, for you? Like you'd actually be happy. Like it would be <laughs> so terrible that if you chose for yourself, like what's the most terrible thing that's going to happen? Like you're actually going to enjoy yourself. You might actually right. love yourself or create your life or enjoy living. And, you know, that's exactly what people don't want. Because, like I said, if you aren't choosing for you, then whatever you're not choosing gets to control you. So if you're not choosing for you, then you get to be controlled by everyone else. Wow. So three questions, just reviewing. There are three questions. And technically four, if you count the topic. So what have you decided you are not that you actually are? How many definitions do you have of you that limit you? How much do you give up you for others? And what would happen if you actually chose for you? So mm. horrible questions. Don't ask them. No, <laughs> don't look at it because it might give you some freedom. But that's what we have for you today. That was and, amazing. Thank you. you know, You're amazing, John. Thank you. You're amazing. Just saying. I love you. Yay. I adore you. I love I'll you. Pay, and I'll pay you later for that. Okay. So <laughs> looking at the, the, the end of the podcast here. So this, this topic will be a podcast. So, or will be a podcast. It is a podcast. Ta-da. Look at that. Instant creation. <laughs> this topic will, um, will be something that we will be expanding on further as a telecall. So if you like what you hear, check it out and the way that you're going to find this i'm going to tell you here's where you're going to find it so if you like what you hear today be sure to go and like and share our facebook page and that is where you will find all the information for this call if you decide to join along with becky and myself's business pages and probably our personal pages on facebook but it's facebook.com backslash skyrocket your life podcast all spelled out very long everything was taken um, and you can also find the link and things in the description on the SoundCloud where you may be listening to this or in the description in the iTunes if you're listening to it on your Apple device. And that is soundcloud.com backslash S-Y-L podcast. And if you have topics or questions or, you know, things you want to share with us, even if it's that you hate us, you can send that to S-W-L, S-W, what the heck? S-Y-L podcast at gmail.com. S-Y-L, skyrocket your life. S-Y-L podcast at gmail.com. And awesome. uh, we look forward to, to skyrocketing you even further in the next episode. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye.